This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, kids, it's Tuesday. You know, I was kind of laughing this weekend because I was watching uh, television, and there were already uh, TV reports on people heading out for uh, Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> I thought it was kind of, I'm like, what, really? Wait, we're in the middle of a weekend. You're already planning for Memorial Day weekend. And then it hit me last night. My wife said, hey, this weekend, let's put those planter boxes on the front of the house. And when you're done with that, then go ahead and do this and do this and do that. And I'm like, now I understand. Now I understand. How about we just do nothing? No, that's not going to happen in my house. I will not be able to enjoy the Memorial Day weekend. I will be doing the honeydew list, which is I want, which is what I uh, I am to do every weekend. Actually, uh, welcome to the show. We have uh, a lot of stuff to get to, including. Uh, well, lots of stuff regarding the FBI, uh, the Biden administration, the FBI covering up Hillary Clinton's involvement in trying to throw the 2016 election. It gets much worse than you ever, ever possibly imagined as far as our FBI. And it, it is quite remarkable, wouldn't you say, that uh, we have gone in a year's time from respecting the FBI the uh, the uh, what Elliot Ness version of the FBI, the Quinn Martin production version of the FBI, which is a TV show in the 1960s before I was born, but I watched it in uh, in syndication. But we went from that to wow. What a filthy, rotten organization that goes after its political enemies. And, of course, I'm not talking about the rank-and-filed field agents, blah, blah, blah. We've heard that, and I understand, sure, certainly. But honestly, guys, the top of your organization is rotten to the core. I don't think I've ever worked for an organization that I knew the upper echelons of management were completely and utterly corrupt, let alone the heads of uh, the world's leading supposed uh, justice uh, and policing organization. Now we know that our FBI, our sacred and vaunted FBI, is run by a bunch of political operatives, a bunch of insiders who are so filthy, rotten, corrupt, they would see innocent people go to jail so their candidate could win. That's your FBI. The FBI that goes after parents for protesting CRT. The FBI who never uncovered who leaked the Dobbs decision from the Supreme Court. But immediately sicked the FBI on pro-life uh, parents and, uh, and on uh, churches and, uh, and uh, adoption centers, pregnancy crisis centers around the country without going after the people who attacked those pregnancy crisis centers following the Dobbs decision, following the repeal of Roe v. Wade. That's your FBI. That's your stinking, rotten, filthy FBI. 
Today, did you see the news this morning? It's kind of a, a little bit, a little bit suspect, considering we're supposed to believe that the world, uh, the United States, is super-duper white supremacist and MAGA-fascists are trying to take over the world, and the biggest threat that we face is from uh, white supremacists and uh, terrorists inside the country. Well, the only terrorists inside the country who've actually caused uh, serious damage were, uh, well, uh, left-leaning organizations like Black Lives Matter. And Antifa, which, by the way, they always say that, you know, QAnon is a big deal, but Antifa doesn't exist. I hate to tell you this. There's not a trail of $2 billion worth of damage, 29 deaths and thousands of police officers associated with QAnon. But there is with Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Again, the FBI should be pursuing all of those people who were involved in burning the country down in the summer of 2020 and attempting to burn down a a very sacred monument, the St. John's Church near the Capitol, one day while injuring 200 police officers. The FBI could have used their material resources to go after the real damage, but what they've done is they choose to go after, you know, people who disagree with them, the people who, uh, who say the truth, but the government calls it misinformation or disinformation but this morning or uh, or last night a man crashed a u-haul truck into a security barrier near the white house on uh, what happened last night i guess uh, the guy's name and he sounds like a white supremacist trump supporter doesn't he and listen to this are you ready for his name Cy varsith or varshith Kandula. Yeah, I mean, that's white supremacy wrapped all over that guy's. I mean, my God, Chesterfield, Missouri, a bastion of white supremacy. Actually, it's a suburb of St. Louis. I had a girlfriend who lived there. It's quite lovely. He is in custody facing multiple charges, including threatening to kill or harm a president, vice president, or family member, U.S. Park Police said. The Secret Service said there were no inquiries to the agency or White House personnel. Now, this this U-Haul truck, this big old U-Haul truck, crashed into security barriers on the north side of Lafayette Square at 6th Street just before 10 o'clock Eastern, according to the U.S. Secret Service. Now, uh, I don't know if you read this, but uh, apparently last week there was a giant shipment of ammonium nitrate fertilizer on a, on a train, and it mysteriously lost its cargo. Now, uh, for those of you who were alive when, uh, when uh, the uh, bombings, the Oklahoma City bombings took place, that was uh, ammonium nitrate fertilizer and diesel fuel. So you'd think maybe the FBI, when they weren't attacking Trump supporters or CRT opposing parents or pro-life organizations, they might be concerned about why uh, 30,000 pounds of uh, ammonium nitrate fertilizer disappeared, and they might also might consider uh, delivering that to the the powers that be in the FBI in Washington, D.C. to be on the lookout for, I don't know, maybe a U-Haul truck that could be filled with ammonium nitrate fertilizer, which, oddly enough, was how Timothy McVeigh did the, uh, the bombing in Oklahoma City. So somehow this, uh, this U-Haul uh, drove up to the Capitol and uh, tried to careen in there, and eventually he was going to get in there and uh, kidnap the president, so he's clearly insane, but whatever. Anyway, it's kind of funny that uh, they, the park police uh, decided to open up the, uh, the, the, the U-Haul truck there, Okay, instead of like bomb squads and all this surrounding the U-Haul truck. And they, and they got in there and they took out what appeared to be a swastika flag out of the back of the truck. Uh, also a black backpack and a roll of duct tape. And they laid the swastika out there on the uh, ground so the media could get lots of pictures of the U-Haul truck 
uh, Timothy McVeigh, uh, generally considered to be a white supremacist, right? Remember that? And they decided to, to do a photo op, I guess, with this U-Haul truck and a swastika because, you know, white supremacy and everything is on the rise in America. No, it's not. And they took pictures of it, and then they cleaned it up, and then this guy is being charged with assault with a dangerous weapon. Reckless operation of a motor vehicle. In D.C., how the hell could you, how, how could you even tell? You've been to a traffic circle lately in Washington, D.C.? Uh, also, destruction of federal property and trespassing. So uh, there is that. So, uh, yeah, what, while his motive remains unclear, police found a Nazi flag inside of his truck. Yeah, there was a Nazi flag inside of his truck, and they just laid it out there. You know, it's kind of interesting how the uh, federal law enforcement, they do these little photo ops. Like when, when, uh, when Donald Trump's home, Mar-a-Lago, was raided, the first presidential home to be ra- ra- uh, raided in American history after the president left office. And the people who did the, uh, the search, the FBI, they laid out, the, the classified documents made sure that had the, the covers of the uh, folder saying classified documents right next to mementos of the uh, Trump family, like, you know, a, a, maybe a, a baseball trophy that Barron got when he was eight. Uh, and it was, it was clearly a, uh, clearly a, uh, of a photo opportunity. Uh, then, yeah, there was, oh, there were 30 tons of explosive chemical pellets that did not arrive at the, uh, uh, the destination. Um, the train was loaded in Cheyenne, Wyoming, April 12th. 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate, which is often used to make explosive matches and fertilizers uh, in, the, uh, in this, uh, this train car, and it just disappeared. They, they don't know. Maybe they left the hopper open, but somehow nobody's been able to find a single pellet of the explosives in this rail car. And yet this, uh, this jackweed, whatever his name is, Sirhan Sirhan or whatever. Uh, no, his name is uh, Sal, Sai Varsith Kandula. He's able to go right up to the, uh, the, uh, the White House and, uh, and slam into the barrier without having his tires shot out, knowing that this big old U-Haul, which is driving erratically, could be filled with explosives. So, you know, and, and normally I'd say, oh, yeah, crazy guy, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but there's too much uh, politicization of the FBI for me to go, oh, really? Really? Sounds like maybe, I don't know, they're trying to trump up some sort of a wag the dog scenario for election season. That's what it kind of sounds like to me. And and the reason why I say that is, well, uh, because the FBI tried to throw the 2016 election and they successfully threw the 2020 election and they have uh, gone after Donald Trump with uh, the Russia collusion hoax, they made it up completely and they covered it for years, you see. So there's that, the you know, whole evidence that the FBI is a political organization that literally goes after candidates and individuals for their politics. So that's why I say that I don't even know what the hell to believe. You shouldn't either. And so what I would recommend is you don't believe anything. If the deep state, the mainstream media and big social media tell you you have to believe this or this is the whatever, just think the opposite. You're going to be fine. Just think the opposite. A little bit of, a, you know, I like to talk about kitchen table um, uh, issues because, you know, you and I have to deal with them. The government you know, right now is having to, uh, is facing, uh, you know, this, this threat of the possibility of a, a shutdown and a default. You and I already went through that. You and I already went through that. I had a couple instances 
where uh, literally uh, my family would have been fine had the government not bleeped everything up. And then normally I don't, I, I, when, when I, I take responsibility for my life, I make mistakes. There are things that I do that, that, and have done that have got me where I am right now. It's a good place now, by the way, but I've taken myself in a bad place before, but the, you know, some things that have been out of my control have completely bleeped up everything like the mismanagement of our banks in America and the uh, terrible and lax oversight and stupid equity rules that uh, govern it. That's why when I bought a house in 2005 and the, the, uh, the housing bubble took place because of a subprime mortgage crisis created by the government, my house went down in value by about half. And so I was stuck at a fairly high interest rate for 10 years because I had no equity and eventually we lost our home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, I was busting my butt. I was doing everything I could with my job and everything, but we got hosed by government policy. And then you look at COVID and what COVID did to the country and businesses with its idiotic shutdowns and mandates and all that, all proven wrong. And so this is what the government does. The government screws things up. And, and, and one of the things it's screwing up right now is inflation. Did you realize that I've said this? Apparently, our Fed and Democrats have only, only one arrow in their quiver, which is if they want to control inflation, they blow up interest rates. They've done that 16 times since 1950 when a central bank like the Fed raised the cost of firing to borrow, uh, to, uh, of borrowing to fight inflation. And guess what? In each case, a recession happened. So we got that going, and of course we are right now at a 40-year high of inflation, costing American households an extra. Are you ready for this? And it's a little more—it's uh, a little more hard to take when you're only making, I don't know, forty thousand dollars a year as a, as a household. Uh, American households are paying an extra fifty-two hundred dollars because of Joe Biden's inflation. That's four hundred thirty-three dollars per month, which to me. Is a uh, is a car payment, yeah, pretty much a car payment, and uh, home buying has plummeted. Uh, the, among millennial millennials who intended to buy a home in 2023, 92 percent said inflation impacted their goal of home ownership. So there you go, there you go. That's your government. But I got more on this coming up, and then we're going to get into uh, uh, what people think about uh, Joe Biden and the possibility of illegality in the Biden family. Believe it or not. Most of us do, including Democrats. And then the, the rise of dollar stores in America. What's behind all that? And uh, it's one word, actually. Poverty. And it's been caused by Joe Biden's administration. So here's the number if you want to chime in on any of this. It's 800-922-6680. 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. If you suffer from daily pain, I need you to listen to this message very carefully. As we age, aches and pains are normal, and we are all searching for effective ways to relieve pain, and safety is more important than ever. Let me be frank. We've all seen the horrors of the opioid crisis. You may even have been affected personally, and that's where a groundbreaking medical scientist comes in, Clint Witters. Now, you may have seen this world-renowned health expert featured on the national media as he unveiled a natural pain reliever that is taking the world by storm. Yes, I'm talking about canalidine. 
Kano CB2, the 100% drug-free way to get full body pain relief without dangerous meds. Now, as you read this, Kano CB2 has become the go-to pain reliever for hundreds of professional athletes, tens of thousands of seniors, and the pain reliever of choice for the UFC. Clint explains how canalidine is the only compound on earth that optimizes your body's natural painkillers called endorphins at any age. When taken daily, your body will get back to relieving pain like you were in your prime in no time. And let me tell you, the reviews are incredible. Thousands of others just like you have tried virtually everything and have not felt this great in years. Their daily pain just faded away. I'm talking back, neck, joints, all feel great and renewed. Best of all, Kano CB2 does not make you feel the least bit groggy. You feel great, alert, ready to take on the day. And the best news, Kano CB2 has no documented side effects after years of private testing. Canalidine's Kano CB2 is absolutely the future of pain relief. So whatever you do, make sure you visit TryCB2.com. Check out Clint's amazingly informative report on how canalidine is changing lives by providing safe and powerful relief at one-tenth the cost of pain pills. Go to TryCB2.com. That's TryCB2.com. His first grade teacher said he talked out of turn. Worse after he's missed a day. Well, things haven't changed. It's the Rob Carson Show. Rob Schmidt delivered a uh, brilliant monologue last night about uh, faith in government, faith in the media, and how they are gone. They are absolutely gone, and deservedly so, by the way. Uh, more than a third of Americans say they're losing grounds uh, financially. And, and I, I know what this feels like. It sucks. It really, really sucks. And when you sit around with your family and you debate, and, and I'll speak from uh, a, a father and a, and a husband state, state of view, when you, when you can't provide for your family, it is uh, incredibly, incredibly destructive. At least it was for me. I would assume it's that way for most people. Share of adult Americans who say they are worse off financially than they were a year ago climbed 35%. 35% in the last year. Oh, and who's the most impacted? Blacks, Hispanics, and the less educated? Which, of course, uh, means that the border crisis is only going to make life more miserable for those people. Yeah, pretty much. The last year has been hard on the least educated. 40% said they're financially worse off up to from 33% in 2021, 18% in 2019. So much for Biden's uh, promise to create prosperity from the bottom up. From the bottom up. Yeah, really. Okay, sure. Big decline in uh, the reported well-being of blacks and Hispanics. The share saying uh, that they're doing okay fell, uh, fell from 64% from 71%. So a lot of people are hurting because of the nonsense that's going on. And, and the government doesn't give a rat's behind. They'd rather send money to uh, places like uh, Ukraine with a, uh, a hot war with Russia going on. 24% of Americans say the economy is in good shape, which kind of explains... Why so many people are shopping at the dollar store. That'll give you an idea how bad things are. It's where people do it on all their shopping. Now, I used to, I go to the dollar store. We got Dollar Tree. We got Dollar General. Every small town in America is getting a Dollar General because it's replacing Walmart. It's cheaper. It's smaller, more portable for small communities. That's why they're taking over the place. Major brands are discounting, creating discount versions of their most popular products to go to dollar stores because that's where people are going for their groceries. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, for instance, Lunchables. Lunchables uh, has designed a new box for their dollar stores, roughly half the size of the original. So I guess you get pe two pieces of turkey and two crackers and a half a juice box. Yeah. 
They also are uh, uh, putting together uh, pre-made Italian and Mexican meals at dollar stores and dollar trees, with the latter coming as a part of, uh, of a partnership with fast food giant Taco Bell. Love me some Taco Bell. Family dollars enjoy the second highest growth in food and beverage in the first quarter of the country. So there you go. There's your quality of life, ladies and gentlemen. In Washington, D.C., they're bitching because uh, they want to maybe possibly uh, limit spending to last year's spending level. Meanwhile, you're having to go to Dollar General to buy a box of hamburger helper to eat by itself because you can't afford the hamburger. Yeah, that's what it is. What country are we beginning to look like? We're beginning to look a lot like Cuba. Jim Gossett. Protections have all failed. Your freedoms, they have been nixed. Elections, they are all fixed. If you even question it, you're jailed. Yep. Joe's beginning to look a lot like Castro. Dictator in disguise. The media state run, protects Joe and his son. The will of his own people he defies. We're beginning to look a lot like Cuba. Down the tubes we go. But the thing that scares me the most is our freedom could soon be toast. Thanks to Sleepy Joe. Thanks to Democrats and Sleepy Joe. So uh, it looks like dollar uh, dollar stores have actually uh, surpassed other high-profile competitors like Sam's Club and Target, where you can buy a, a, a bathing suit for your toddler son so he can tuck his package to make him look like a girl. It's real. I know. I wish it wasn't. So uh, uh, all of the dollar stores have pivoted to carry more supermarket, stable, supermarket staples like eggs, milk, and vegetables. Remember when it used to just be goofy stuff that was about ready to be discontinued, you know, like big candy canes left over from Christmas and, uh, and refrigerator magnets and, you know, and stuff like that? Well, now they're actually uh, carrying the, uh, the stuff of your life, your food. You got to go to dollar. Dollar stores are one of the fastest growing channels in retail. According to Globa Data Managing Director Neil Saunders. So there you go. That's life in America. Uh, Washington, D.C. lives on foie gras and drives around in glorious SUVs while telling you you need to buy a crappy electric car, live in a little box, and shop at Dollar Store for your dinner. Isn't that just amazing? Yeah. Bourgeois proletariat, that's what we're living, folks, and it won't end well for those in power. Coming up, most voters think Joe Biden is crooked as the day is long. That's on the way. This is The Rob Carson Show. care of this i will end this i will make sure we have a plan he got 81 million votes yeah right it's the rob carson show don't worry you know it's amazing considering the uh assault on free speech that was literally sponsored by the federal government the last about five to seven years uh, driven by the FBI and, of course, the, uh, the uh, uh, DHS created a disinformation governance board. The FBI literally uh, shut down discussion of uh, Hunter Biden's laptop, uh, literally worked with the intel agents and uh, ex-intel experts to sign a letter saying that it was Russian disinformation, even though the FBI knew it was for real. That's how corrupt and filthy, stinking, rotten the FBI is, the DOJ. 
DOJ is, the uh, DHS is, CDC, HHS, all of the major harbingers of government power and control, they're all corrupt. And none of them have your best interests in mind. None of them do. Should be very, very obvious. But we've been able to actually get the truth despite the FBI and all these organizations literally claiming any opinion contrary of the government's is disinformation, which is what Joseph Stalin did in 1923, by the way. We manage, using common sense and our own research, we know that we're being lied to. Most voters think Joe Biden and his son partook in an illegal influence peddling scheme when he was the president, according to Harvard and Harris Poll. From what you uh, know, do you think Hunter Biden was involved in illegal influence peddling and tax evasion, or do you think he was not involved in such crimes? That was the question asked to uh, voters. 63%, including 83% of Republicans, 65% of voters outside of the two major parties believe Hunter Biden was involved in illegal influence. More than four in 10 Democrats believe the same. Do you know why? Because we're not stupid. That's why. A majority, 53% of respondents, say that uh, President Biden engaged in an illegal influence peddling scheme with his son when he served as vice president. This included most Republicans, 80%, independents, 60%, while a majority of 75% of Democrats think the opposite because they watch CNBC, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, PBS. The poll also found the vast majority of registered voters, 70%, have significant concerns, listen to this, about interference by the FBI and intelligence agencies in a future presidential election. Look, it's getting through. People are finding it out. They weren't able to kill, assassinate the First Amendment like they wanted to. No, uh-uh. Plurality of voters, 37%, are very concerned about FBI interference. More than 7 in 10 poll participants and majorities of all political affiliations believe wide-ranging reform is necessary to prevent the intelligence community and law enforcement from engaging in election interference. 76% of Republicans say substantial reforms are needed. 65% of Democrats, 72% of independents, and third-party voters. So we all know, we get it now, the FBI was involved in shutting down free speech. One of the things they said you could not talk about was the 2020 election. It was immediately shut down. We know that the FBI was working with big social media. Literally, their lead counsel in 2016 went to Twitter to work to shut down the Hunter Biden story. We know this. It was proven. It's been proven. The FBI was involved. It had its elbow on the scale for the Democrat candidate, Joe Biden in 2020 and Hillary Clinton in 2016. Here is Rob Schmidt. Last night, Rob Schmidt on Newsmax did a terrific monologue about the amazing way that despite all of the powers that be telling us what we believe was disinformation and misinformation, all of the major arms of the federal government shutting down your free speech, pursuing you for having thoughts, literally for having thoughts about, I don't know, being pro-choice or pro-life, I should say. 
And despite the mainstream media slavishly devoting itself to one political party, despite the uh, big social media being bought and paid for by the deep state, you were able to figure it all out. Here is the first uh, comment about this from Rob Schmidt last night on Rob Schmidt Tonight. 2020 election, we know the Department of Justice, media, and tech companies conspired to install Joe Biden as president. That is misinformation. No, actually, it's all true. It was just misinformation uh, two years ago. That is a serious escalation, mortified, of course, of a populace that would dismantle their corrupt system, a threat they had never faced. Rather than fix the government and satisfy an obviously angry populace, you, the machine elected to kill the messenger. Yeah. Establishment authoritarianism in action. The FBI, one of the worst actors, is now so mistrusted in this country that even Chuck Todd has to admit it. The FBI is eroding <laughs> left and right. Yeah. Um, feels like we're in the moment that we need a real church committee, that this is a moment like J when the J. Edgar Hoover FBI clearly was no longer helping the American people. There was a moment. It feels like we might be in one of those moments. You know, it's kind of interesting. The mainstream media is all saying that the FBI, you know, clearly was involved in the and this and that, but they're not willing to say who the FBI went after and why. And it was you and me. It was Donald Trump. It was all about getting Democrats elected. It was always about it was always about destroying Donald Trump's presidency. Media is not saying anything about that. The evidence is right there. Biden's corrupt justice system. Listen to this. Shut down. Their investigation into the Clinton Foundation in August 2021, according to a FOIA documents obtained by the New York Times. So the FBI stopped four investigations into Hillary Clinton, the Clinton Foundation in 2016. Then when Biden got in the White House, the FBI returned and destroyed all of the evidence. All of it. That's your FBI. Quote, this is the New York Times. The Justice Department kept open the investigation into Hillary Clinton's family foundation for nearly all of President Donald Trump's administration with prosecutors closing the case without charges just days before he left office. The DOJ investigated Hillary Clinton's relationships with foreign donors while Hillary Clinton was the head of the Department of State during Obama's presidency. Hillary Clinton conducted the official business on a non-government saver server so she could hide her Clinton Foundation pay-to-play while she was head of the Department of State. Joe Biden's Justice Department formally shut down the Clinton Foundation investigation in August of 2021 after the FBI suddenly dropped their probes. In August 2021, the FBI received what is known as a declination memo from prosecutors as well as a result considered the matter closed. All of the evidence was destroyed. All of the evidence obtained during the course of the investigation has been returned or otherwise destroyed, according to the FBI. And now a second IRS agent, a second IRS whistleblower is saying the entire team working on the Hunter Biden IRS probe was dismissed last week. We know this. The whistleblower has worked on the case since it opened in 2018, believes he was removed for doing the right thing, raising concerns about how the Department of Justice was handling the issue. The supervisor was told the whole investigative team would be removed from the Hunter Biden case May 15th. This is from the whistleblower. 
Quote, I have spent thousands of hours on this case, worked to complete 95% of the investigation, have sacrificed sleeps, vacations, gray hairs, etc. My husband and I were publicly outed and ridiculed on social media due to our sexual orientation. I don't know what that is. And ultimately be removed for always trying to do the right thing is unacceptable in my opinion. As for countless meetings with senior leadership, but have often uh, to be left out on an island and not heard from, I can say without hesitation there will be, this is what the commissioner of the IRS said in, in, uh, in April, there won't be any uh, r- uh, retaliation for anyone making a whistleblower call, yet uh, that's exactly what they're doing. And they blew up the Hunter Biden investigation, and they blew up the Hillary Clinton investigation, and the FBI, in turn, needs to be getting rid of. Here is Rob Schmidt on uh, trusting the media and our leaders in Washington, D.C. Vilifying Americans, exploiting racial issues constantly, constantly manufacturing politically useful crises, all in the name of more power, more control, less freedom. That's the game being played in Washington today, and they have full control to do it as much as they want. The official Washington agenda was always left of center. All governments want to grow bigger and control us. People need to get used to that. Every government that's ever existed since the beginning of time wants to get bigger and have more control over you. Yep. That's just the game. It's always been that way in Washington, but it was never this devious. Americans on all sides could still, for the longest time in this country, read the New York Times, read the Washington Post. They still watched Meet the Press on Sunday. They might have gotten annoyed by it, but they still watched and generally trusted what the FBI told them. Yeah. That's all gone now. Oh, it's all gone. And by the way, the FBI is refusing to share a document subpoenaed by Congress, a whistleblower document from when uh, Joe Biden was the uh, was the vice president. The FBI confirmed that it provided a response to the Republicans with regard to this uh, FD 1023. But they're refusing to turn it over, even though the Congress has the right to ask for it. What are they hiding? Well, I don't know. The same things they've been hiding, like uh, dropping the investigation into Hillary Clinton's uh, Clinton Foundation before the election and then destroying all the evidence when Joe Biden was the president. Other than that, nothing to see there. But the FBI does like to go after uh, law-abiding citizens as a distraction. If anyone goes after the deep state, they become the enemies of the state. More Rob Schmidt. In the wake of the Durham report, Trump releasing this message from the site that he was forced to create after the D.C. machine shunned him for January 6th. That's uh, Truth Social. He had to create his own social media network because the uh, leftists in charge of uh, the big social media took Donald Trump down at the behest of the deep state. Most over-exaggerated atrocity in American history, which we now know came after an election where the intel community shredded democracy and installed Joe Biden. What? What? Yeah, it's true. Trump saying the FBI offered Christopher Steele $1 million in order to frame me. Why aren't all the so-called special prosecutors together with their bosses, the DOJ, doing something about this? Why aren't people under arrest? They spied on my campaign and bribed people all over the place and then go after me? The people of our great country won't stand for it. How much more can they take as the USA goes to hell? Make America great again. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yesterday I had a, had a, a very nice conversation uh, on air, and, um, and I disagreed with our guest about uh, retribution, about Donald Trump uh, saying that I am your retribution being somehow uh, offensive uh, to some people. And I said, 
uh, considering all of this, you know, what I've just played, don't you suppose a significant amount of Americans want retribution for that? I don't think it's out of the question. I don't think it's uncouth. I don't think it's untoward. I think there are a lot of people who want the federal government to be uh, to have the snake, the head of the snake, cut off, and reforms brought through. A little bit more from Rob Schmidt about the media. And the media. This is the sickest thing, and I've been saying this for years. In in the Soviet Union, Prava Pravda Izvestia, they went along with the government narrative because they didn't want to go to a gulag and be murdered. All right, that's what happens in dictatorial places. In our country, the FBI just goes after you and ruins your life. Here is Rob Schmidt on the media. Establishment Washington and its intel community has dug itself quite a hole. If you're expecting a mea culpa, don't. In fact, expect the behavior to get even worse. Again, yep. they're very, very protective of what they have in Washington. They've worked a long time to build up their own system for themselves, and they're not going to give it up. Washington's unofficial mantra appears to be that this country is way too valuable to be controlled by the people. Yes. They just push an agenda. Yes. We all see it. It's horrifying to journalists, to people that actually want truth in this country. It's all gone, and they took it away so fast. Yeah. As this country moves rapidly to the left, realize we have mostly the media to blame, which has given the Democrat Party carte blanche to push its most perverse left-wing desires with no consequences. Yeah, have you looked at the news the last uh, two years and all the nonsense that's happening in the country? If the media actually reported just the facts, if they held the left to account the way they so vigorously and viciously hold the right, if they didn't spend every day normalizing the collapse of our society, imagine how different this country would look. And this is why so many people are saying, screw you to the deep state and screw you to the mainstream media, particularly now, screw you to Fox News. Tucker Carlson was investigating all of the things that I've just talked about, all of the malfeasance, January the 6th, Ray Epps, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He was doing it all. Fox News got rid of him. I have got uh, some great audio from Chadrick Moore. He's written a book about uh, Tucker Carlson. Who was, who used to be one of my favorite guests on his show to talk about why he was let go. Uh, some truth to that. I think there are other things involved. Your calls are welcome, guys. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. The left has been trying to get you to hate America for 50 years. And we're fighting it and we're fighting it hard. Guess what? It ain't working. It's The Rob Carson Show. You know, one of the most uh, disappointing things about the Durham report is that it didn't recommend anybody be punished for all of the illegality. And there was plenty of it, by the way. Plenty of illegality to go around. And then it took four years to get the damn thing. Why is that? Why did it take four years? Well, here is Judge Andrew Napolitano on Newsmax to tell you exactly why. Because Durham slow walked his report so that by the time it came out, the statute of limitations for indicting anybody for violating Trump's civil rights and the civil rights of others had expired. It's too little, too late. He did indict two people for lying to the FBI, and the jury's acquitted both of them because why should it be a crime to lie to the FBI when the FBI's allowed to lie to us? When those arguments were made to two juries, uh, Durham lost his cases. So this $6.5 million investigation, which vindicates Trump to some extent, simply didn't go far enough. No, it didn't, and it never does, because the swamp, even when it tries to be virtuous and try to cover its own rear end, uh, it, it, it does its same 
nonsense to protect the swamp. Nobody ever gets perp walked. Nobody gets arrested. You notice that in Washington, D.C. was the last time you saw a politician arrested and perp walked? Other than, uh, what's his name, George uh, uh, DeSantos. Other than that, anybody? Anybody? No, because they cover their own butts. Here's uh, Victor Davis Hanson uh, talking about what should happen to the beloved FBI. So there's an incestuous relationship with all of these revolving door FBI heads, and people make the necessary adjustments. So I'd like to see either they take the FBI lock, stock, and barrel and move it to somewhere like Kansas City or Omaha, Nebraska, where it's away from the political media complex of the Acela Corridor, or maybe you could divide it up and put some of it in the DOJ, some of it in the Treasury Department. Well, what happens when you centralize government and all of your agencies there, Victor Davis Hanson? Some of them in Homeland Security, but we can't concentrate that much power in Washington, D.C., and with all of these networks these people develop. I mean, Comey comes out of Lockheed as chief counsel, and he knows McCabe is a protege. He's a protege of Mueller, he tries to concoct a way by leaking a document to get a special counsel. He succeeds, and lo and behold, it's Bob Mueller, his friend. So that has to be broken up. And I, yeah, it's ridiculous because you and I are the uh, the ones on the outside. You and I are the ones who get punished over nothing. It's one of the reasons why they want to create these extra eighty-seven thousand IRS agents so they can go after you and me, so they can find one little uh, error in accounting error to uh, to fine you, to threaten imprisonment of you, to shut your mouth. Presumably, also I might mention uh, politically target you, which they have proven they do, including on January the sixth. This is Mike Davis talking to Rob Schmidt about uh, how the FBI was involved in throwing two elections. Yeah, I mean, and it's another case of the FBI interfering in another election. Not only did they interfere in the yeah. 2016 election with crossfire hurricane, they interfered in the 2020 election by burying, by, by obstructing these investigations into the Bidens and the illegal millions that the Bidens took from Ukraine, from China, from Romanian oligarchs. They have evidence. My former boss, Chuck Grassley, has whistleblower blower evidence that then-Vice President Joe Biden took a foreign bribe and changed American policy. The FBI did nothing about that. Yeah, we're going to have to blow this thing up. I mean, uh, figuratively, blow up the swamp, pave it over, and start again. And I think most people understand that. All right, let's take a break. We've got much more to get to. This is The Rob Carson Show.